welcome back. It's me, Nisha, and this is another episode of Adam's Off Thought. Today's thought is very thought-provoking. It's very intriguing. It's very exciting. It's story time. It is story thought, thought story. I want to talk about a particular instance or a particular experience I had rather when I did online dating. It's something that has stuck with me for quite some time now, but I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's one of those experiences that you had that you just can't forget. It's an unforgettable experience that I had. But before I get into all the juicy details, all the drama of it all, I do want to say if you're watching me on YouTube, go ahead, like, share, subscribe, leave a thought. Let me know if you've uh, encountered a similar situation like this. If not, do you know somebody have encountered something like this or found themselves in a particular precarious situation? But if not, Show some support. <laughs> Show some support for your girl because I feel like I can't be the only one that's actually been through this or have experienced this. You know, I, I need to know. Let me know. Uh, if you're listening to me on any of the other podcasting platforms, go ahead and like, share your thought as well. Let me know. What do you think? Do you know anybody that, that has encountered this or not? But without further ado, let's get into it. As always, my thoughts keeps me amused and things very interesting, right? Let's get into it. So a few years ago, I decided that I want to try online dating because I just got out of a long-term relationship and I feel like it was probably time to just test the waters, see what's out there, see what's going on. So I decided to download a few of those popular uh, online dating apps and fill out the profile, did everything, you know, you know, the run of the mill, do this, do this, did all of that. Got a few pictures looking all cute. And that's what I thought anyways. Did all of that stuff. And quickly, I realized that these men stop sending dick pics. Why do you think that we as female need to see your dicks all the time? If you are decent men and you don't do that, hats off, good job, thumbs up, keep it going. If you're a respectable man like that, I'm here for it. I support you. (laughs) I'm here for it all. When you're sending me dick pics or sending female dick pics right off the bat, I'm not here for it. It's disgusting. Stop doing it. I don't want to see a motherfucking dick. Like, not like not right off the bat. Like, so many dicks. Dicks, dicks were sending dicks. Dicks, dicks, dicks. I'm just like, what is this? I started to see dicks dream about dicks it was so many dicks because as a female on the dating websites i didn't know this but when (laughs) because i think it the the numbers are ridiculous it's something like one female to every maybe like 10 guys i don't know i'm making some numbers up right now i don't know how it is but i feel like there may be not enough females so whenever a new female come and they discover that it's a new female they all just bombard her with just dick pics and they were sending me dick pics left right and center and i I'm just like, a few times I had to like, wait, am I in one of those porn sites? There were so many dicks coming in. It was ridiculous. I'm thinking to myself, I should have started like one of those dick sites. Just upload a bunch of dicks and just started charging money for all the people that want to see random dicks. Or not charge, maybe just do it randomly and just probably try to figure out whose dick it belongs to or something. Who, Who does it belong to? Who that dick belongs to? Some dick. Some dick that belongs to another dick. I don't know. It was a lot of dicks. I, I'm now stuck in a whole dick loop right now. So let me get out of the dick loop of talking about a bunch of dicks. Let's move on. So finally, a guy, I matched with a guy that he had a photo. He didn't have a lot of photos. 
he was also in my age group. He was, well, about three years older than I am. It, really, it was it was okay for me. Three years is, is an okay number for me. I like older men. I like older men. I think I want to have a conversation with somebody that knows what they're talking about. I find that younger men can be tend to be immature or even my age. I think they tend to be immature. But if you're my age and you're mature, I'm here for it. Yeah, but if you're, I, I tend to find, I find that sometimes even the older men are very immature too. I've, I've encountered a few very immature older men that they don't know who they are. They don't, they can't handle their emotions. They, they're very explosive. But anyways, that's not why we're here. Let's not stray off topic. Let's not stray off topic here. So this guy, he slid into my messages and he very relatively, relatively normal dude looking dude. He looked exactly like how I would want a dude to look like in terms of normal looking. He didn't look, I mean, I guess I'm making assumptions here because at the time I only see from his chest up, but a lot of compared to all the other pictures I was seeing is of guys on beaches with animals, with this, with that all buffed out and this and that. I'm like, what is this? I felt like I was transported to some realm where everybody was just perfect. It made no sense because I'm a regular degular girl. Like I'm an average girl. I don't go to the gym. I don't do any of that fancy stuff. So whenever I saw those pictures, I was just like, what the hell is this? This isn't for me. I, I can't be here because I don't look like any of these guys or like I'm an adjacent of any of these guys or I, I, I don't look like any. I don't think I'm somebody that they'll be interested in because obviously I don't go to the gym and I'm a regular girl who just enjoys regular things. I don't do any of that. So when he approached me, I was like, okay, cool. I liked his eyes too. He had really nice eyes. And based on what I'm seeing, it he looks again like a regular person. So when he slid into my message, I right off the bat, because again, seeing so many dick pics, I said, listen, if you're here to send me no dick pics, I'm not here for it. You can just continue moving on. And he's like, no, I'm not that kind of person. You know, I don't think you should be showing all that stuff. It should be, you know, you should wait until you're obviously going to engage in a sexual act before you send all it. I'm like, okay, okay, respectable young man. Okay, I'm here for it. Let's continue this conversation. So we continue getting to know each other, asking a few questions back and forth. He told me he had two kids. Again, it wasn't a red flag for me because based on everything else that I've experienced at this point in time, this was norm for me. And in just my general life, I don't particularly judge people, especially when they have kids because situations happen. And so I wasn't judging him for having kids. For me, having kids is not a red flag. Uh, he had two baby mama, two different baby mama. wasn't a red flag because... For me, that's kind of, it sounds like it shouldn't be normal, but it is normal, especially in today's day and age, in today's society, having multiple kids is normal. Uh, for somebody like me who have no kids, I've gotten a questions a lot of time, why don't you have kids? You should be having kids. So whenever you meet somebody who have kids, people don't tend to question why you have so many kids. It's, when, it's crazy because it's when you don't have kids that people start to ask you questions crazy we shouldn't be doing that leave people alone if people don't have kids they don't have kids because obviously maybe a choice or maybe they decided uh maybe it wasn't a choice uh, their choice that it made but for me it was a choice i don't want kids anyways let's not get into that right now let's talk about this particular experience so we hit it off we started talking he then asked me for my number because no red flags as of yet i figured you know what let's just okay fine he can have my number he texted me. We started talking a little bit. Then he asked me if he could call me. 
I'm a 90s baby. So if he wants to talk to me over the phone, I can appreciate a conversation over the phone. I'm not here for texting. You know, we're in the, the age where everything is all done by text. Nobody wants to have actual real conversations with people anymore. I am 90s baby. I appreciate having a conversation over the phone. So when he did say that he wanted to call me, I'm here for it. I said yes. Sounded very nice. He called me. Sounded very nice. Again, very good conversationalist. It was very good. Very intelligent conversation as well. And he also mentioned to me that his father's a retired professor from a very popular university where I'm where I live. So I'm like, okay, cool. Wow, amazing. You're from a good family. So checking out checking all the boxes for me i mean he, based on his picture it looks very nice seems like he's some sort he's intelligent to a, a certain degree i don't know how intelligent he really is obviously i'm not testing all of his intelligence but my baseline is can you hold a conversation a proper conversation can we sit and can we talk about philosophy can we talk about just life in general and psychology and all that and just discuss random things and he absolutely could have done that a good conversation so that continued and then he finally said to me you know what uh do you want to meet in real life like do you want to go on a date and I'm like okay I'm I'm excited because based on everything so far he's checking all the boxes for me and I'm like okay cool I do want to see you know I do want to see and especially the fact that he told me that his eyes change colors he's like yeah based on something because I've met a few people actually in my lifetime that have said to me that their eyes change color depending on what's going on but at the time he was the first person that I've met that actually told me that I know definitely can happen but I've actually never met somebody actually have a conversation with them that says yeah my eyes change color sir so i'm here for it i'm fascinated because all these things making me curious right it's peaking all my curiosity but then he said to me after i agreed to that he's like i have something to tell you but i'm gonna tell you when i see you in person and then at this time my mind's like okay so why can't you tell me now he's like nah i have to tell you this in person so again no prior red flags no nothing nothing is you know sending off any bells any alarms or anything like that so i'm saying you know what? How bad could it be? You know, somebody has something to tell you can be bad. And I'm running through all these scenarios in my head after we ended the call, obviously. And before we meet up, I'm running through all these scenarios. Maybe he's going to tell me that he's a prince or he's a king or something like that. And he can't be bothered with this dating and delusional, right? I'm, 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 I, I, I play into my delusions sometime, you know, I'm a very delusional person at times. So I play into it. So I'm here saying that I'm like, yeah, he probably is a prince or something that he can be dang with that he's met is, you know, is forever is princess or what. Again, I'm delusional. So let, I'm living in my delusion. I'm feeding into this delusion. I'm thinking anything wrong with any of this. So comes around the, the date and I got dressed up. It was a very casual date. It was nothing fancy. So I figured, you know what? I'm just going to be dressing casually, just a regular t-shirt and stuff. But I want to look cute because it's a first date and you don't know why, what's going to happen in terms of how you're going to hit it up because you want to make sure the chemistry is there as well. And a part of that, you want to make sure that you're physically attracted to the person and also they are physically attracted to you. So I want to make sure that I looked cute enough, but not too cute because you never know. You don't want to put everything all out there, right? So I made sure that it was a moderate cute cute if that makes sense a moderate cute so got dressed up everything we met we decided to meet obviously in a public place because it's the first time and, and I'm not trying to end up on on the six o'clock news or not just not be heard from again so I decided that it has to be somewhere very public we met at the mall because we decided that you know what where he lived and where I lived where we were traveling from it would be best if we met at somewhere that was kind of in the middle 
So we met up at the mall. I saw him. He looked even better in person. For me, I would rank him a, like an eight because his his tone, his tone of skin was lovely. His eyes, amazing. His height, perfect. His body built and everything was like, okay, I am here for it. It's not a gym body or anything, but you can tell like maybe from sort of construction or something, some light lifting of something. It wasn't like, you know, like I went to the gym and I'm building this body. It was like, look like he's physical. So, or athletic or something, you know, they, they, they called it like an athletic sort of body. I, I would say he had like an athletic build or something, but it wasn't like a gym workout. So I don't know. The body was right for me. It was okay. Height, everything was good. I'm like, okay, okay. The universe is looking out for your girl, right? I mean, come on. What are the odds? I'm seeing all these dicks. I'm getting dicks from dicks. And then all of a sudden, this guy just slides into my DMs and or my mailbox or whatever you want to call it. And he is just, you know, perfect, so to speak, for lack of a better term. I mean, perfect as, I mean, again, compared to everything else that I've been encountered he was definitely yeah a breath of fresh air so I'm like okay okay universe I see you. you're looking out for your girl okay I can do this I can yeah definitely I, I can work with this I can work with this so we went to this bar that was very close by and we sat down and a waitress came over and she asked you know she wanted to take our order and we ordered some drinks So we ordered and I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay, looking very nice. I'm all smiles and I'm like flirty, you know, doing the little girl flirty thing, playing with my hair, doing all it. I don't know if I play with my hair. I don't know. Whatever girls do, I don't I I don't watch myself from outside. So I don't know. I get I know I was flirting, though. I was trying to be cute. So he sat down. He's like, yeah, you remember I said that I got something to tell you. I'm like, okay, yeah, go ahead. Tell me. So he's like, yeah, so I just came from jail. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, what? As much as I was reacting, I was more calm on the inside and on the outside because I feel like on the outside, I was like, wait, what? You can see my my demeanor. Everything changed. But then on the inside, I'm like, wait. My mind was like, wait. Remember, you don't judge people just like that. Just because somebody was in a particular situation, you can't just automatically jump to conclusion. You need to find out exactly what happened. So I'm like, okay, Sure. What happened? Like, what are the situation? What are the circumstances? Why you ended up in jail or prison or wherever it is? Why were you locked away? It's like, yeah, so um, I murdered somebody. I'm like, wait, what? Um, Excuse me? It's like, yeah, I murdered somebody. And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, uh, don't judge. Don't judge. Um, just uh, take 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 a take a breath. Take a breath. You know, it, it, you never know the situation that he could be in. You know, give him the benefit of the doubt. I I, I know he said that he was in jail, and then, I mean, it, it can't be any worse. But then he said he murdered somebody. But then you never know. Maybe he was in a self defense situation. Maybe um. You know, you never know. But I'm thinking to myself, my mind is going back and I'm like, in what situations would this be okay? Because I'm a kind of person who I I like to say I'm a pacifist, right? I like to say not pacifist. (laughs) I'm a pacifist. So I don't think uh, there's any situation where violence could is needed or could be. But given in particular circumstances, because at the same time, I have to be realistic and that knowing that anybody's capable of anything given the right circumstances, right? So 
even as much as I'd like to think that I'm a pacifist and I would not resolve to violence, there's times where if I get if I get placed in a particular situation where the only way out that I can see is that then I'm going to be doing, you know, because anybody's capable of anything. Anybody's capable of anything given the right circumstances. So with that being said, I'm like, OK, get more details before, again, you jump to a conclusion. I mean, at this time, we're at the worst case scenario. This is not a listen. I have another baby mama that I didn't tell you about or listen, I'm married. This is a. At this point, I'm like, I would rather him told me that he was married. But it is what it is. Here we are, knowing that this guy's a murderer. What can you do but just to get more information? Because also, I'm very curious. I've actually never knowingly met or had a conversation with somebody who has been to prison, who has murdered anybody. So this, for me, is new and I'm curious, but I'm also, what the fuck is going on here? Um, Okay, universe, this is a joke, right? I mean, it has to be a joke. There's no way this is all normal and things are... I definitely have been transported into another reality or another realm, and this is not normal, right? But hey, it's funny. I'm enjoying this. It's entertaining, so let's continue with this. So then... I'm like, okay, why did you end up murdering somebody and just got out of jail for it? And he went to tell me that he was a drug dealer. And I'm like, okay. Okay, universe, I see the joke. I get it, right? I, I mean, I get it. I mean, come on. I mean, it's a joke, right? And I'm like, okay. Again, continuing with this, you are what kind of drugs are you selling because i mean it could be that you're selling just you know marijuana little you know little little herb you know nothing too serious it's like nah i was selling cocaine i'm like okay so like hardcore drugs okay 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 um okay hardcore drugs you murdered the guy okay okay and i'm thinking bitch keep calm because if this guy murdered somebody and you go act no way now you have no idea how the hell this is gonna come back so you need to keep calm cool cool as a cucumber so i'm like okay 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 um okay to be honest a part of me kind of didn't believe him because there's no way you could just meet somebody and you just come out with that i also did respect him though i respected the fact that he told me this in like this you know what i mean like he didn't wait until it progressed any further because to be honest based on everything that was going on it probably would have progressed further because i was attracted to the guy and the conversation was good there is no red flags there is no red flags there would have been no reason why i wouldn't have gone on a second date with him i would not have not continued a conversation with him it so the fact that he had told me this right off the bat like this i respected the hell out of the guy for doing that because a lot of time people are having these things and they don't tell people what you're really getting into so you get into these situations and then when you find out after you're like shit i'm too far in i'm too deep in how the fuck do i get out of this and you can't because now you have all sorts of attachment you maybe fall in love with the person you may have a kid you may have so i know that was thinking a lot of far ahead but I respect the fact that he told me right off the bat so I know exactly what I'm getting myself into or not get myself into. I like that. So anyways, I'm like, okay, what happened? Like now I want to know the story because there's no way this just happened just randomly like this. There has to be a story. And this is where 
I realized that he wasn't lying and the universe wasn't playing a sick joke that was my current reality and this is what's going on right now. He said to me that he's a drug dealer, he sells drugs, you know, we all know what a drug dealer is. He went to replenish his stash. And when he went to replenish his stash, there's a female that he is a customer. There's a female customer that he has sold to prior. I think it was the day before. And she saw him and she was waving him down, like wave ticks to come to sell her. She's like, hey, do you got the stuff? Whatever. However, their lingo is. I don't know what the hell he was telling me. And he's like, yeah, sure. So he went up to her apartment because he was walking on the street and she was, you know, above him. So he called, she called him out and he went up there. But when he went up there to sell her the cocaine she her boyfriend was there and he didn't realize that she was with somebody so when he went into the apartment the boyfriend attacked him with a knife so he got the knife from the boyfriend and he just stabbed him in the heart and and i'm like wait what i'm telling you the details just it kept getting worse as time progresses it kept getting worse it started by wow it's a really nice looking guy to he just came from jail to i murdered somebody to i'm a drug dealer to i stabbed him in the heart and killed him and i'm like okay this motherfucking universe right now i don't know what this is but this is something and i don't know what to do with myself i don't know what to think i don't know so i'm just gonna sit and i'm just gonna listen i'm just gonna ask questions because honestly at the end of the day i'm actually very curious about this whole situation so he's saying that yeah so he went there he just stabbed him and i'm like okay so what was she doing this whole time because at this point i'm tuned in i'm locked in i am like okay what the fuck yeah i'm i'm all ears at this point in time because i'm like listen i want the details of what the hell is going on i'm i'm watching a movie right now this is i'm watching from an outside part this is not me sitting here i am watching from an outside person i'm having an outer body experience and i'm watching a movie this is not my real life so i'm hella laser focused on this whole situation at this point I forgot I was hungry. Bear in mind, I didn't eat. I didn't eat until I think the day before I eat very earlier in the evening. So at this time, because I knew I had the date the following, I didn't eat and I woke up in the morning. I should have, but I didn't. So I was hella hungry when I went on the date, but I knew I was going on a date to go have some food. So I'm like, I'm not going to eat. I was hella hungry. But at this point in time, hunger where I don't know. Hunger is gone. I am fooled. I am tuned in. I am like, yes, my brain, my neurons are all lighting up and it's like, what the hell is going on? I'm all freaking out, but I'm also super curious about this whole situation. So anyways, he's like, yeah. So I'm like, what is she doing? What did the girl do? Like the girlfriend, what, you know, the guys, the, you know, the girl, the, the, the drug girl that, um, the drug addict, whatever the, 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 <laughs> is customer i'm like what did your customer do i didn't say the customer i just said what did the girl do at this point when she's all of this she's like yeah she's just screaming she's just going crazy she's like you fucking kill him you fucking kill him you kill him and he just ran out of there so he ran out and he went away and i'm saying this and i'm hoping he probably never listens to this he probably won't but i'm not gonna i remember his name because obviously how could you forget somebody's name like that I remember everything. I don't, these are things that I remember everything. And I don't know why I remember every single thing about these particular situations, but I do. But it was a situation that, uh, anyways, let's get. So she was just screaming, say, you fucking. So he left the place. He left the apartment and he just ran. 
And he came back maybe a few hours later. And when he came back, he saw that a whole, like a lot of people, like cops and ambulance and everything was there. And there's a whole bunch of people gathering there. And he asked him, he's like, hey, what's going on? Somebody's like, yeah, somebody just got stabbed and they died. And he's freaking out. He's freaking out because he's like, holy shit, he really actually killed him. He never know he killed him. I'm like, but if you stab somebody in the heart, I mean, what do you expect? You could have stabbed them somewhere else, but that's where you stabbed them. I mean, it seemed like it was intentional, but I don't know. I am not no judge, no ex- executioner. I'm just a regular person just here tuned in to this whole drama of it all. So let me just keep my mouth shut and not ag- you know, agitate this man because I don't know what, I mean, I know what he's capable of. I don't want to say I don't know what he's capable of, but I don't want to be the next victim. I'm really not trying to end up on a six o'clock news so let me be calm and let me be cool as a cucumber and let's just let's just see where this goes right I mean I'm in a public space I mean the waiter is just right over there so I mean I guess I'm safe right yeah and this isn't real this isn't real obviously delusional right so he said you know he did that and came back and he realized that yeah he killed the guy so he went to his father And he explained to his father because obviously he didn't turn himself in. But his father is like, hey, you got to turn yourself in. This is definitely super serious. You cannot turn yourself in when you commit something like this. You have to turn yourself in. So he got a lawyer. He lawyered up, turned himself in. And he only ended up getting something like five years. And I'm like, five years for killing somebody? And he is like, well, the thing is, the only witness was a drug addict. And she didn't show up. So it was basically my word against whose word? Nobody else's word. So he told the story. He could literally tell the story however he wanted to tell it because nobody was there to object, so to speak, or to say, no, that's not what happened. And again, because she's not a reliable witness because she's an addict, they're not going to really believe her either. So he ended up only getting five, got, getting five years and he got out and he was on probation when he came. He literally, when we met, he got out maybe like a few weeks ago, maybe two, three weeks. He was fresh, fresh out of prison for murdering somebody. And he was in a halfway house. He was in one of those houses, those homes that I guess a probationary house or something that you stay in before they actually release you. And it's funny because whenever he told me this, he's like, yeah, I'm not supposed to have any communication with any other criminals. I'm like, well, you're staying in a house full of criminals. But it's crazy. (laughs) To me, it's one of those things I'm always thinking about. Just like, you're not supposed to have any conversation or talk to any other criminals, but you're literally living in a house where all criminals. Obviously, you're going to cross paths. You're going to have conversation. You're going to say hi. You're going to be talking about things. It makes no sense. But hey, it is what it is. This is just how society is. I think they should have been separated and put, well, actually, you know, group of good people. But I don't know. What do you consider somebody's being good? I, I guess, hey, whatever. That's neither here nor there. So he, that situation happened and I was freaked out. I kept my calm though. I figured, you know what? When in doubt, just stay calm. <laughs> when in doubt, just stay calm. That was my mantra. And I finished the drink that it was one drink. I finished it. I, again, wasn't feeling any hunger or anything at this point in time because I'm just like laser focused on what the fuck is happening here. Like, am I literally sitting across from a murderer? And I'm looking around. I'm looking at his hands. I'm like, I'm like, those hands kill somebody just now. And I'm just like, oh, wait, what the fudge? Uh, yeah, we finished it. We walked a little bit. 
because we were in a very populated area anyways very populated area so I felt okay I felt relatively safe and again there's a part of my mind a part of my brain that's not really really tuned into yes I'm laser focused and I'm curious but it's not it has not set in it has not really set in what what I just heard and Again, a part of me didn't believe it, but the details, the how when he went into details, I realized that this is he's not being on. This is he's being honest. He's being honest with whatever is going on here. I'm like, okay, cool. And also, he showed me his prison ID card. He showed me his prison ID card, which again just really solidified that you are in reality, and the universe is literally putting you in this situation for reasons beyond my comprehension. But this is what it is. This is where it's at. And then I realized that, yeah, this this is exactly where you found yourself in. This is the first date that you've had in years, and it's with a murderer. Okay, universe, some twisted joke on me, but okay. I mean, whoever is up there that's watching this, that's having fun, I'm, I'm sure it's just a laugh. It's a laugh and a half. I mean... It's very funny, right? It's very funny until you're in the situation. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever universe, I get it. Have some fun with me, right? Why not? Why not have some fun with me? He brought me to a few stores, showed me a few things because I'm like, hey, you know, it is what it is. What can I do? I'm already in this situation. Let's just make the most of the day. I just continued the day. We didn't really do much other than that. We just kind of walked around and then he had he had a curfew anyway, so... It's not like anything could happen. Not like anything was going to happen, but we ended early because he needed to be back in by really early time, which was five, which made sense why the, when we made the date, everything was... <laughs> it's funny how I, I didn't realize any red flags earlier and I thought, yes, everything was so good. But the reason why he made the date at an earlier time, because normally when you go on dates for... It's normally in the evening time, like a five, six, seven o'clock for dinner or something. But he made it where it was like something like one in the day or like two. And I'm like, okay, it's a bit early, but you know what? I'm here for it. Why not? So I did it, but now it's making sense. He had a curfew and he needed to be back home by, I think, like five or six o'clock or something like that. And he also didn't have any money because he's just coming out of jail. So... When he said, when he suggested like something like, hey, let's just meet and something, I'm like, okay, cool, we can do all of that. So nothing wasn't, again, no red flags, nothing. But now I'm thinking back, I'm like, there were so many signs. The signs were so clear, but I didn't know, like, how do you know what you don't know? And I didn't know what to look for and what to, all the red flags. But <laughs> the flags weren't red. The flags were so... The flags passed red at this point in time. There were no light red. They were deep red at this point in time. It was the reddest that red could ever be. Because this was not only just a regular dude. This was a murderer. And I'm no, what do you call those one, the hyperphiliac? Hyper, hypophiliac? I don't know. It's um, The terminology I'm looking for is the people who are who get a route or who are attracted to people who have committed crimes criminals because there's a group of people who are like those things who are turned on by those things i'm not one of those individuals i am absolutely not one of those individuals but it's so so it's so happened i got myself into that situation he was still handsome nonetheless and i was trying to i was trying to go back and forth to think hey um 
can I help him? But I'm thinking there's no way help him. This is like, would you mean help what? Help what? What what help could you possibly offer be, offer this person at this point in time? This is a murderer, a drug dealer, somebody who is used to the. I am somebody that's been very sheltered as well. I have not really experienced. It's very weird. It's a weird thing because a lot of time people are expecting that I've been exposed to a lot of things, but I've actually never even heard. I want to say I never even heard a gun fired before, but I have because I actually put myself in a situation, meaning that I actually went to a legal place where they had it was a gun range. I actually went to a gun range and fired a gun because I knew I cannot live my whole life without never actually hearing a gun fired before. It was ridiculous. So I actually went there and I heard I fired a gun and I heard it. I heard a gunshot, but through my entire life, I've never heard a gunshot before. I've actually never even seen a real gun before until I actually went to a gun range. It was not something that, so those kind of life is so far out of what I'm used to. I've never seen cocaine before in real life. I don't know what, I mean, yes, because I've watched it on TV and I know I'm familiar with it, but there's lots of things that I've actually never been exposed to in real life. And I probably could do without being exposed to, but I'm a sheltered kind of person in that sense. This is why I'm always saying I have a lot of knowledge on a lot of different things, but I don't know everything, but I also haven't really experienced a lot of things firsthand. And this is one of the things that I've actually not experienced firsthand. Never had, again, knowingly a conversation with somebody who has killed somebody, who has been arrested or in jail, maybe arrested because people could get arrested for a multitude of reasons. So I think arrest, uh, maybe the number of people actually being arrested is probably high. I, I think it's very rare now that you find somebody that's actually never, ever been arrested, which it happens not saying it's rare because you can be arrested for not paying fines, like tickets and stuff like that. You can get arrested for not paying, you know, child support or whatever the case is. There's lots of reasons you can be arrested for maybe drunk or something public intoxication so many reasons so i think it's very rare to maybe find somebody who's never been arrested before but for something this serious it's yeah it, it definitely threw me for a loop but nonetheless i was still curious in the situation and i try to make the best out of it it was so weird because weird or funny but i actually double booked so I had to date with him and then after I had another date and I did one on the other date and I acted like a champ. I didn't really talk about it. I didn't act like anything happened. I was just still myself. Again, it hadn't really set in as to what happened. When I went home and I was just unwinding from my day and it started to set in, then I realized that, girl, you were just on a motherfucking date with somebody who killed somebody. How do you feel about that? I'm like, holy fuck what the hell just happened like i can't believe this is this even real and i'm like it's real it is absolutely real and i'm like he looked so promising it was such a promising lead up to looks everything conversations everything was just so promising and the one thing that you would have not thought about the person committing he actually committed. He committed a serious crime. Not only one serious crime, but a multitude of serious crimes. And I'm like, holy. I know in my normal life, I do tend to watch those shows. I do tend to watch those documentaries about 
killers and stuff like that. I think it's entertaining and maybe it played some part into why I actually didn't end the date right there. I sat down and asked more questions because I am fascinated by that stuff. Am I turned on by that stuff? No. I'm attracted to that stuff sexually? Hell no, I'm not. I'm fascinated by that stuff for sure because, again, it's knowledge and I like to acquire knowledge. Regardless of whatever knowledge it is, I like to acquire knowledge. I'm one of those persons. Any situation that I can learn in, I'm going to learn. But it was just something that it's, wow. It was an experience to say the least. And I I think that definitely was one of the worst dates ever I've ever been on. But also one of the most interesting and educating dates I've ever been on. <laughs> because I did learn a lot. I did learn more. It was like a first-hand or second-hand experience in what prison really is like because he was sharing a bunch of prison stories with me it was telling me about the food and everything and as much as I saw I will see a lot of or I've saw in the past um videos and stuff on obviously tv and all the socials social medias about what it is like being in I've never really actually had a conversation with somebody in person about this so the fact that I was able to have a conversation with somebody like like that in real life about how it is in life in in jail and he was telling me the intricacies of how it is in jail and for some reason I was hella curious not curious as to I want to try it out for myself but curious as to it's very fascinating it's completely different it's for me how I kind of chumped it up is like I meet somebody from a different culture than my own I'm curious as to their way of life how it is that they got to that point what what you know what experience they have in their life in their past life so that's how I kind of I looked at the whole situation we did have um conversations after that cuz he kept reaching out to me and I'm just like listen maybe you can inspire him to want to be on the straight and narrow I never met him again in person he did kept asking me out again to go but I just kept kind of you know kind of like pushing like nah you know like I can't, I'm busy and stuff like that honestly the conversations after that was never anything it wasn't the same it was I'm all I to be honest I kind of switched into more like a supportive like is there anything I could do to do you know to help you like if you need somebody to talk to if you find yourself because at this point it was clearly somebody that could easily be um agitated because he did also say to me at one point in time where this was after the fact after he got it obviously when he after we met and he told me all of that he was in a situation where he was on the bus and he was going somewhere with his kid and some lady or somebody trying to step to him trying to say something to him and he wasn't having it and and I'm like he was calling me and telling me about the situation like I think he was actually in the situation he was in the situation and he was calling me and was telling me and I'm like you need to just calm down just calm down just calm down remember you're on probation you're on probation you don't need to get yourself in another so i thought about myself as somebody to help like maybe he could call in to kind of you know talk him through things or situation sort of thing i don't know again i don't know if i could help there's no is there any help for somebody that there is already gone off the rails at this point in time the worst possible thing that you could do has just been done the worst possible crime that you could commit has been committed so is there any rehabilitation and i want to say yes people can be rehabilitated 
But am I the one to rehabilitate somebody? No, I have no knowledge, no experience, no nothing. So my thinking that maybe he's a female thinking that I could change him. You know, I could change him. I could make him better. I could make him this. Maybe a little bit of that played a part, played a role into me continue having conversations with him. But again, the conversations weren't long conversation. It was just brief are you okay? How are you feeling today? Is everything good with you? Sort of thing, kind of checking in sort of situation. I did distance myself. I did set boundaries, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I wasn't definitely not the person to help him if he needed to be rehabilitated. I am not somebody to do all of that, but it was an interesting experience to say the least. And it will forever stay with me. Uh, if you are listening to this, I wish you well. I hope that now, because this was years ago, I hope that you have been on a good path and you have turned your life around and for your kids. If not, it is what it is. Some people are, you know, bad to the bone, (laughs) bad to the bone, but it is what it is. Nonetheless, I, I, he did actually reach out to me a few years, like after that, like a few years after that. I think he did reach out, not I think, I knew he did reach out to me. I got a call from up jail and he, he wasn't on the phone. He just, I got a call from jail, I guess it was to just let me know that he was locked. I guess he violated his parole. I still didn't get the story behind that because that was, he just called to just kind of let me know that he was back in jail. I guess he was just letting me know that he was back in jail because <laughs> when I got the call, I'm like, okay. But then it made sense because I've never been called from a jailhouse before. So I don't freaking know what kind of number comes up. But it made sense because of what happened. I realized it was him. And also he said his name. He, he said his name. He's like, it, the call came in and it was like, would you, uh, some, like he said his name. He's like, da, 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 would like to put you on to get a call or to let you know that they're in something. I don't know. It was a message to let me know. So yeah, at the end of the day, it is what it is. It was an experience. Um, I, again, respected the guy because he had told me that right off the bat so I can then decide my next course of action and I wasn't entering into anything else or I wasn't continuing anything else under false pretenses because that's exactly that would have happened if he had not told me that. So I had respect for him on that level for telling me that it is definitely out there and is an experience that I wouldn't say everybody should experience, I wouldn't say anybody should do it, but if you are one of those person who get aroused or is attracted to people like that, to each their own, it is what it is. I'm not here to judge anybody for their choices. Choices are choices. So, but I'm not one of those persons. I am very sheltered and I like to live my life very drama free and not filled with any ups and downs and all of this rounds and all of that. I like to control majority of my situation that I'm in. So if I can control it. So I don't like to have not no I don't like to live in the unknown. I do live in the unknown, obviously if you think about the grand scheme of everything, but I like to know certain things. You know, I I like to know exactly the outcome of certain things. And I like to know, have all the information as much as I can upfront before I make decisions. But with that being said, that was definitely a date and a half. I have not been on any other dates. I mean, I did do a few dates, but they didn't go anywhere. And that literally kind of set the precedence. I don't think it was an accurate precedent, but it was a precedence to what online dating is and what to expect. And so I kind of now I am definitely not doing it. 
anymore. That was not something that I would not recommend it to anybody. I would say meet people organically, but either way, it doesn't matter because I could have easily still meet the same person in real life and the same outcome would have happened. The same thing would have happened. But I think when you're doing it online, it just opens the door more. I think people are more brazen. People are more, and they, they're willing to do more than if it's in real life. I think in real life, people are, you know, are a little bit more shy. They don't want to do certain things. But when you're online, which is why there was so many dick pics being sent because it's online versus in real life. Because if you're in real life, nobody's just going to walk around like these guys are not going to walk around, just pull your pants down and just show you their dicks. That would be interesting. <laughs> criminal but interesting absolute criminal but it would be interesting you know you go in a guy and the guy's just like oh yeah just pull his pants down this is what i look like <laughs> this is what my dick look like but people don't do that i think online it allows them more it gives them more freedom to do all that stuff all the freaks and the weirds and all of that come out again if you're freaking you're weird it is what it is because i am a little bit of i'm weird to a certain extent but to that extent it was more than i could handle but nonetheless, I'm going to wrap up today's episode of whatever this was with saying that be good, be kind, everybody. Be kind to one another. Be kind, be good. Don't try to rehabilitate a criminal that's far gone. It's not going to work out good. And don't play into those delusions that you may have. Those delusions can lead you astray. And you don't want to be led astray by those delusions. Snap back into reality quickly. I did not snap back into reality as quickly as I should have. But nonetheless, I am here today to tell the story. And I was not on the 6 o'clock news. And I was not MIA, never to be heard from again. To be sucked into the proverbial black hole. Gone out of existence. I am here to tell the story. I'm here and I live to tell the tale. So... That's my thoughts, my story time for today, my story thought for today. Thanks again for joining me. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. If you're listening on any of the other other podcasting platforms, like, share your thoughts. What did you think about today's thought story? Was it a good one? Was it a bad one? I think it was a very interesting one. But join me again for my next thought, whatever that will be. I don't know. Bye.